Let's do this. Where is she? Where is she? She's here. There she is. She's here. I know. Okay. Let's start. Ready? Yep. My name is Jamela. My name is Tamara. And my name is Iman. And today we will be discussing the anti-heroes that we have encountered in the three stories that we have recently read. In today's podcast, we will be referencing four specific questions regarding each story that we read. The questions that we will be referencing are, who are the anti-heroes in the three stories? How are these her- how are these characters selfishly motivated? What are their redeeming qualities? What are the turning points for each character? Which pop culture which pop culture characters do these anti-heroes remind you of? And the three stories that we will be talking about are the things they carried, how to tell a war story, and the story of an hour. And the story of an in one of the stories, the story of an hour by Kate Chaplin. Chopping. Miss Mallard is someone I consider to be an anti-hero. I consider her an anti-hero because of her unusual reaction and state of mind after her husband died. When her husband died, she revealed that she didn't. She revealed that she didn't seem broken. She didn't. She wasn't broken or depressed by her her, her loss. Can we start over? No, you were doing fine. <laughs> oh my god, guys! Okay, if okay. You, wait, no, okay, let's start over. But if you mess up, it's fine. I just laugh it off. Like, just laugh it off. Yeah, because <laughs> okay. it's fine. It's, it's supposed to be a conversation. Okay. Okay. Jamela, start over. Okay. My name is Jamela. My name is Tamara. My name is Iman. And I, I, I'm sorry. I don't like the way I said that. Okay, so <laughs> shall we reintroduce ourselves? Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Jamela. My name is Tamara. My name is Iman. And today we will be discussing the anti-heroes that we have encountered in the three stories that we have recently read. In today's podcast, we will be referencing four specific questions regarding each story that we read. The questions that we will be talking about are, who are the anti-heroes in the three stories? How are these characters selfishly motivated? What were their redeeming qualities? What are the turning points for each character? And which pop culture characters do these anti-heroes remind you of? And the three stories that we will be talking about are The Things They Carried, How to Tell a War Story, and The Story of an Hour. In the story, The Story of an Hour by Kate Choppin, Miss Mallard is someone I consider to be an anti-hero. I consider her to be an anti-hero because of her unusual reaction and state of mind after her husband died. When her husband died, it was, it was revealed that she didn't seem broke heartbroken or depressed in most stories containing an anti-hero they contain the same emotions when de- when a death occurs but later in the story it's revealed that her reason of acting this way was due to the fact that she was 
possibly unhappy in her in her marriage, trapped even. She felt as if her husband's death was to take it out of an of an unhappy lifestyle she was trapped in. She thought that with her husband out of the way, she could live how she wanted with nothing holding her back. This revolution, whatever, <laughs> redeemed her, redeemed her in the eyes of the readers, and changed her and changed their perspective on them. Just as how in a modern piece of media, the anti-heroes, the anti-heroes background story would have the audience feel remorse for them and understand why they did the, they did the way they did. They did what they did. In a way, Ms. Mal reminds me of Thanos. Thanos would kill so many people to get what he wanted and making it clear that he was only thinking of himself. Thanos' selfish motivation is what made him not care about who died or how they died. In the end, all that matters is that he got what he desired. Both are similar in terms of an anti-hero because they only think of themselves and not the misfortunate deaths of others. Okay, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> so I will be discussing Lieutenant Cross from The Things They Carried. And Lieutenant Cross is a selfishly motivated character because in the beginning of the story, he is obsessed with this girl and he's in love with her and it completely takes over his mindset. So a turning point for this character is when one of his soldiers gets shot and killed. This changes his perspective on the war because he realizes he was responsible for these men and blames himself for the death of one of his soldiers. Towards the end of the story, we finally see the effect the soldier's death had on him, leading to him finally taking action as their leader. So... A pop culture character that's similar to Lieutenant Cross is Joe Goldberg from the Netflix original View. Of course. Joe is also a selfishly motivated character because when he becomes obsessing over a woman, it pushes him towards violence and it takes a toll on him. Although Lieutenant Cross had never resorted to violence, the longing for love for both characters are very similar. Joe's malicious acts for love leads to the question whether he's an anti-hero or a villain. And this is answered when he realizes the bad that he has done affected good people, which is another similarity to Lieutenant Cross. Okay, cool. And um, I'll be talking about the anti-hero in the story, the things they carried. And um, although there are many characters in... Oh, wait. wait. <laughs> I met um, in the story How to Tell a War Story. And um, although there are many characters in How to Tell a War Story, I think the narrator could be considered an anti-hero. Because at the beginning of the story, he was um, really negative and he emphasized that war is hell and like war is dreadful. But toward the end of the story, he like started to explain the positive side to war. 
and he like started to emphasize the positivity that can be depicted in some more stories um this character was selfishly motivated because got this i'm sorry i looked at what tabera said <laughs> okay um sorry but the this this character was selfishly motivated because at first he was originally engulfed in this negative aspect of war without seeing that he was fighting for the lives of many people and that he was building bonds with his fellow soldiers. So he was mainly focused on his own like mental health and like the physical aspect of war without seeing the broader picture that he was fighting for the lives of many and just helping the other people that chose to fight with him. Um, his turning point could be seen in um, page 10 of The Things They Carried. It states, in the, in the midst of evil, you want to be a good man. You want decency. You want justice and courtesy and human concord, things you never knew you wanted. There is a kind of largeness to it, a kind of godliness. Although it Though it's odd, you're never more alive than when you're almost dead. You recognize what's valuable, freshly, as if for the first time, you love what's best in yourself and in the world, and that might be lost. At the hour of dusk, you sit at your foxhole and look out on a wide river turning pinkish red, and at the mountains beyond. And although in the morning you must cross the river and go into the mountains and do terrible things and maybe die, even so you find yourself studying the fine colors on the river you feel wonder and awe at the setting of the sun and you are filled with a hard aching love for how the world could be and always should be but now is not i think this quote was really this character's um turning point because he started to see that he started to see the good in himself and like the good in nature and i feel like if it wasn't for being in war these things would have never been highlighted or like shown to him. And going back to what I said earlier about how he was selfishly motivated, I think that though his actions were selfishly motivated, it was understandable being that he underwent immense trauma and PTSD from being exposed to war. So I feel like him being selfish wasn't really villain behavior or bad because it could be understandable and lastly um the character in this story reminds me of the Grinch because they both started out as pessimistic characters toward um like different events like the Grinch was pessimistic toward Christmas and the narrator was pessimistic toward war but towards the end, they both end up seeing the positivity in both of the situations that they initial, initially deemed bad. So, yeah. Yeah, and like, yeah, and like, oh. okay, um, I'm um, gonna go. Okay, um, I'm gonna go. With, um, that's the thing. Um, that's the thing. Um, anti hero stores. Um, anti hero stores. Monday has a reason. Why is it echoing? It's fine. Um, <laughs> Usually they have a reason, uh, understandable reason, uh, understandable reason. Please, 
No, no, you're not. He's starting. No. I'm so unprofessional. <laughs> He'll understand. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, I actually I wanted to agree with you on that last comment you made, Jamal. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. That that last comment you made, Jamela. Yeah. Um, about seeing the good in a war. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> about seeing the I'm good compl- in war, like the positive. I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> what the the good aspect of war? Yeah, like the positive um, nature of right, war. So. When in the story, when he was talking about how to tell a good war story, he talks about that people um, add some good aspects to it, when in reality, it's all just, you know, violence and gore. And so that's not how you like truly tell a good war story. And it's a, it, it says, in the last page of the text, it's about love and memory. It's about sorrow. It's about sisters who never write back and people who never listen. So at the end yeah. of the day, it's really, you know, it's not about war, truly. It's about, I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> you sound amazing. Like, yeah. Keep on going. I want to keep on going. I want to add on. Okay, add on. <laughs> Okay, like in war stories, it's important like to in talk war about. Stories, it's, it's not important just about, about. It's not wars. just about. It's war. About like the emotions and about the like the emotions experience. and the things that they experience throughout the war. Throughout the war. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And to further add on to that, on the last page, it states, um, and in the end, of course, a true war story is never about war. It's about sunlight. It's about the special way that dawn spreads out on a river when you know you must cross the river and march into the mountains and do things you are afraid to do. It's about love and memory. It's about sorrow. It's about sisters who never write back and people who never listen, like Iman said. Mm -hmm. So I feel like when he says um, people who never listen, like when he says that, he means that people who aren't really seeing the full picture to the stories. Because even on the second to last page, we see that the woman, she was just talking about how sad it was for the baby buffalo to die when she wasn't seeing the broader picture to it. Yeah, because like in a war, yeah, because it's like more than a war. people dying. Like it's more than I people dying. Before. Like what I people said tend before. to forget that because they're not people actually there that because they're not actually there for see what's happening. To see what's happening. I'm done. I think we all made really good points Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. (laughs) guys we need to end this can we please restart (laughs) we're not restarting we're already at 15 minutes oh really Please, please, oh, really? please, please. No, please. Please. No. please. No. please. Really at, I'm begging you. Kara, you, you want to restart too? No. Are you kidding? No. Do you hear that laugh track? 
<laughs> this is a good conversation. Yeah. This is how conversations yeah. go. It's not always perfect. This, and like you're outvoted, oh, Jamila. And like you're outvoted, Jamila. So. Okay, can we listen back to it and see okay. how it sounds? Okay, I'll can you guys see open minded? Can we like bad, end this first? And can we end okay. this first? Yeah. But if it sounds bad, yeah. then we have to restart. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Thank uh. you.